Okay, welcome to the Squidzilla Inc. Uh, Round the Table podcast. Uh, today with myself, Warhammer Rose, Vulcan Lifts, Green Skull Painting, and finally, Kitbash Converts. Um, today we're going to cover some of the updates really for this year, so from January to now, just some of the things we've been working on, some of the things we're looking forward to, uh, and just generally kind of giving you a bit of a hobby update. Um, so we'll we'll probably start with Vulcan Lifts. Um, Give us a little bit of a, a painting update. Obviously, this year has been massively turbulent for everybody. Um, probably really good for people in the hobby. You know, stay indoors, paint miniatures, wash hand, wash brushes is probably what Boris said. Um, tell me, yeah, definitely. Yeah, tell us about your your kind of your hobby updates up to now. Up to now, um, well, we managed to get quite a lot done during lockdown. Um, I think quite a lot of us did that as well. Mm. Um, I managed to crack out most of my Kings of War army, yeah, which is really cool. So it's done over a hundred miniatures for that. Um, and I've been starting work back on my Bantors army as well. So I've been tidying up a lot of stuff and starting to paint new items for that as well. Uh, but I'm still quite far behind. I've, you know, I've, my Indomitus stuff, some of it's still, not yeah. Good. So I'm <laughs> quite far from the Minotaurs, but I. I keep starting projects, <laughs> not finishing. So I'll jump from one thing to the other. Um, yeah. My most recent one that I've jumped to is the Carnivale. Uh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> recently I've gone onto that, and we just started playing it, and it's, it's really cool. So I've gone for the Doctor's faction on there, um, and I've just painted a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. There's, there's some really cool uh, miniatures in that range. I was having a look last night, um, trying not to to delve into another hobby, um, but just just having a look. Yeah, I know. I know you were looking at some, and you're like, "Don't, don't do it. Don't look." Tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is really cool. It's got a really story rich uh, game. It's a skirmish game. Yeah. The cost of the game is really low as mm -hmm. well. Although I have like, I have bought like four box sets. Um, that's that's a wife alert, everybody. That is a wife alert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought a couple of those, but I used some stuff. I sold some bits on eBay, and yeah. I money, so I bought some stuff. Um, but I managed to get some of it built, and it's the the monstrous menagerie box set, which is like the doctors have resurrected some of these zoo animals. Okay, yeah. Um, so I've got a crocodile with like a it's had like loads of his body parts taken out and stuff, and things stuffed back in. Um, and it's, they've got like these glowy. Um, globe things, mm. globes. glowy globes, glow globes. Uh, they stick it into the animals and some of the madmen as well. So they use the madmen to source their magic. Yeah. So the madness of these people that they sort of, I think they cause the madness, then use them as batteries to fuel their magic. Um, cool. But they're controlling the, those animals in the same way. So I've got like a doctor with like a cattle prod. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, master zoologist, which has got all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and some of the weird and wonderful stuff. Um, cool. I had my first game of that as well, and that was really fun. Yeah, in excellent. Terms of painting, great. Like the the crocodile was really fun. Um, going to greens, doing it. I did it as much as possible with my airbrush as well. Okay, cool. I set myself a little challenge to do that. Um, so I was doing like the highlights, and I, w I watched like all the Angel Geraldo's videos again just before I did it. Just a little name drop there. Um, so I just watched like all of them, and it was like I'm gonna do this. Like, pump myself up, 
Um, and it's just there, uh, just doing little, just, just little bits. It looks, it looks good. It looks good. Um, um, as much as possible, anyway. Yeah, yeah. You have to use your brush for some of it. Of course, yeah. Uh, like details and stuff. So, yeah, awesome fun, and I hope you guys do get some because <laughs> it's sick. Yeah, um, I've been looking at the um, the Vatican lot. Yeah, yeah. Because at first I was sort of like, oh, Vatican, that's going to be like boring, sort of Inquisition-y, but like not not a cool one. And then I started reading, it's like, and they have magic, which is actually a. I'm like, hang on a minute, what twisted magic? Because yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out that the more like the church in in um, like Dark Souls or like in yeah uh, Castlevania, where all the church people, generally speaking, are actually devil worshippers, but they don't realise it. So they've got powers, <laughs> yeah. but they're like all dark, sinister powers. Yeah, no, I like so that. Quite, quite all interesting. The magic uh, comes from the rift in the sky that's opened up above Venice, yeah, which apparently is mostly their right? fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, that kind of speaks to me. And then uh, the guild was, but then uh, like, yeah, it's sort the of like really good. They, they do look interesting. But is that what? Um, that's what Julian's, uh, got. Julian's got. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got a guild. He's gone for the the prostitutes um, <laughs> gang, uh, which is quite interesting. He's added a few extras. He's added Baba Yaga to that as well. Oh, Baba Yaga, nice. Uh, so Baba Yaga, the Count uh, Dracula, uh, well Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, um, is present in it as well. The Strigoi or a faction. Hmm. Uh, so it's it, it's quite a vast range. Um, yeah. I was I was quite impressed. I quite like the the shark miniature. Yes. Um, looks really cool. Russia. Like yeah, Russia. Yeah. Um, and I was talking with somebody from the community last night, Jaggy, after we'd finished up, and um, we were looking through them, and he was like, "Oh, that would be really good as like a chaos spawn model." <laughs> um, there was one that's got like some tentacles and stuff like that. It was like really cool. Yeah. Um, He's got like squid arms. Yeah, it looks really I'm cool. Yeah, gosh, what. <laughs> <laughs> um, but is that a is that a palette cleanser for you? Because obviously, I know you've obviously got a lot of forty k, and we, we play a lot of forty k. That's that's kind of a palette cleanser, I guess. Then I, I need that sometimes. Yeah, it, it's been a nice palette cleanser, and I've been painting some terrain as well. Um, forgot to mention I was painting the the Venetian buildings. Yeah, um, from the, again from TT Combat, uh, which is the manufacturer kind of build. Um, and it's really good. I I use the airbrushes a lot on that as well. And yeah, you streamed it, didn't you? Wow. Okay. So I thought it was just the one you had. Nope. <laughs> I got a lot to do. We want to get all the the streets of Venice MDF as well. We'd like. Nice. Yeah. No, that'd be cool. Yeah. We've been playing it on a cardboard box, with, <laughs> like drawing out the rivers on there. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Like a resin kind of poured river or something like that would be cool. Um, yeah. I'd like mm. might as well tiles yeah you know so you can move it around a bit interesting cool that, that's the plan anyway take a couple of months i think to yeah sounds good though as a like you say as a palette cleanser um hmm interesting interesting you you a lot of painting this year for sure yeah yeah i mean obviously you've done a lot in lockdown as well obviously when you you know you had some time off in furlough and you you were streaming every day pretty much um yeah. for three to four hours so you 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 got through a massive backlog yeah. um, of, of stuff. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, no, that sounds good. We'll come back to you um, in a little bit. So, Green Skull, I can see you beavering away there. Um, 
talk us through your, your your kind of your painting update so far. Um, well, my painting update for the year has been um, a little bit hectic. Um, obviously, I'm a key worker. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had any furlough time or time off. Um, I did get isolated. Um, I had to go into isolation because the wife had some symptoms. She didn't have any anything. Um, I was then hospitalised myself. Yep. Apparently not with the plague, but something that's more or less exactly like it in every single way. Um, so I'm still recovering from that now. Yeah. Um, collapsed lung and and all, which was fun. Mm. So my painting has pretty much only started to get back on track in the past couple of weeks. I think it was from Indomitus onwards that I've started to, to paint some stuff. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, currently, I'm working on a Infinity miniature, which is so tiny that me holding it to my face is. He's <laughs> um, just got a really big face. Big face. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been um, painting him. Um, I've also got a um, on my desk to paint tonight. I've got a. Um, I want to say Blitzkrieg. He's a bolt action German bolt action. Okay, cool. Because um, we got approached for a commission that we didn't um, take forward regarding some bolt action, and I thought to myself, "Well, I'll probably paint one anyway." Yeah. If we've got some people interested in that, we'll do that. Um, I've done some filming with some. Um, I've done some PDF tutorials for some of the terrain, some some oil wash tutorials and other bits and bobs. But my my year's pretty much been taken up with hospital visits and, and yeah um, and needles. <laughs> <laughs> You've yeah, managed to get a lot painted, though, haven't you? I, I've I've probably painted four things, which for me is a lot, but for you guys, not so much. I I paint a very very different gear. Yeah. Um, I paint. I did paint my Necron army. I painted. Yeah. Necron army. Yeah. Yeah. Your Azure Knights. Yeah. Yeah. I painted, painted five hundred points to them. Um. And yeah, I've I've kind of I'm taking a break from forty. I'm kind of taking a break from forty k because I've also bought these guys. Who will be doing soon. <laughs> okay, Necromunda. They're not 40k, but they are 40k. It's like Games Workshop goes, oh, that's fine, take a break from, from 40k. Let me introduce you to Necromunda. <laughs> Grimdark, you can just go like the Grim Darker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm not I'm not sure. I, I like the sound of Necromunda. I like the sound of any skirmish game. Skirmish games are definitely more my my speed. Hmm. But I also like tanks. You don't get tanks in skirmish games. No. Um, Unless you play World of Tanks. Or... Yeah. You just need a, a tank skirmish game. Yeah, there, yeah, there is. I get, yeah. I get giant robots in Infinity, so that keeps me very happy. Um, I do like my robot, giant robots in Infinity. Robot so, yeah, I mean, Infinity's had the new rules for N4 release, so I'm looking forward to getting some games in with that. Um, I'm going to be painting up a um, Spetsnaz army for that, the, the Ariadne the Russians. Cool. Um, and so yeah, I've got, I've got, I've, I like always. I've got loads of projects. <laughs> I'll actually get done is, is another thing but with with the way things are at the moment this is also flu season which is a really big time for surgery yeah um, so it's kind of like I get really short lulls where I can get stuff done and then everything else is crazy and I've, I've kind of got so little energy um, but you know it's it's I can't wait for 2020 to be over yeah 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 I think a lot of people are in that in that boat, but it's it's looking positive. I'm looking forward to. I'm just kind of planning for next year. I'm planning out um, competition pieces for some competitions I want to enter. Um, mm-hmm. Design skull. 
Uh, I missed the deadline for. I think the, the next one is February, so I doubt I'm going to get something ready for them. But I'm going to have a look at the entries for this year and and then have something planned after. Is that like a twice a year thing then in school or? It's once every year that I can tell. They had the first one this year and they had it in February, so just before lockdown. Yeah. Stuff kicked off. Yeah. Um, but the next one obviously is going to be in February again. Um, or well, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, my, I'll be interested to see like how they kind of go along. Um, you know, I think there's going to be quite a few. I don't know. I don't know how painting competitions are going to go. Hmm. The general rule of thumb is that everyone can display things all at once, and lots of people crowd around miniatures, and that's just not culture we're going to have anymore. Um, yeah. And have you been to one like I, that previously? I've, I've been to I've been to a few painting competitions. Um, there was one held in Crew, which was for the UK garage scene. Um, so it's lots of garage kits, which oh. is, um, <laughs> yeah, not not <laughs> music. No, not, not your garage scene or um, garage music scene. It's garage kits are basically um, kind of homebrew sculpts of popular cult stuff so um i have up at the moment i will write them down i'll destroy my room if i try and get them down we'll put a picture in there guys <laughs> i have a batman and a joker bust and they're done at i want to say one eight so they're massive they're huge but they're not sculpted by anyone related to dc at all um and they're sold as a fan-made you know piece um so they're not licensed you know in the same traditional way and the UK Garage um, Expo and crew, this has gone back a few years, um, they had the same kind of multiple categories, people, you know, one artist entering in three or four things into a category each. And really it was the the judges would, would take a small amount of feedback from like, the public, but generally go by their own, you know, assessments of the miniatures yeah. or all the pieces, because they're not all miniatures. Some of them were huge, some of them were like, you know, table sized um and i know that i know that that's really sad but that culture is just gonna go mm. i don't i don't think that's gonna be back for a long time um and that's fine just have to work out for the next fun thing yeah um, let's put like a queue socially distanced queue as you all i don't know i don't know i don't know how it'll work i mean online i mean have you seen um armies on parade they're doing that online now as well aren't they yeah maybe that's more conditions to switch the, over to an online the one thing I despise the most about any any painting competition is when they say, "Oh, this is an online vote." Like that, because mm. online votes are always about who has the most followers, who has the most friends, and who can basically rig votes. Oh, I don't um, think they're doing it like an online vote. I think they're doing oh, it in the sense that it's online submissions, but um, it's still judged the same way. But I know what you yeah. mean. It's you know, like, blind it's testing, so you don't know the names of. Yeah. 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 I think the, the 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 best way for it to happen would be. If I was doing it, if I was planning, when we played SquidCon, when, when SquidCon kicks off, <laughs> um, hashtag 2021. It's question mark. SquidCon 2020, it got cancelled though because of COVID. 2025. TBC. Um, <laughs> if we were doing it at social distance, I would have, each artist has an allocated time to drop off their miniature at the, the site. The miniatures then photographed um, by a, a, a chosen professional who takes the best picture can of every single miniature in the same setting with the same backdrop and everything else um, and the same lights and the same professional then 
the judges can individually come in and view each miniature as like a round table completely social distance and then those pictures can go up online and then those pictures can go to people who maybe are isolating if they've got a judge that has to you know to if they've got somebody who just has to shield or whatever mm-hmm. um, and then when the um, public want to see them they can log on so those miniatures can be somewhere completely different so seven people crowd around those miniatures um you can have them you know um somewhere else and then the miniatures you'd have on display throughout the convention you just have socially staggered so that people can kind of when they're waiting in queues and stuff because they're going to be a big problem yeah uh, they've got something to look at so instead of crowding around and creating a, a, a bottleneck that's this is these are the things i think of <laughs> late at night the queuing system the queuing system behind the new painting competition covid consultant yeah like a, <laughs> people would pay money for that now I think anyone could be a COVID consultant as long as his name's not Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing. You, you say that, and it's true, but you get like health and safety consultants who walk around and point out the most obvious things in the world, and you're like, well, yeah, we know that. That's why no one's died from it yet. And it's like, oh, well, you know. You never know. I don't yeah. I love health and safety. You can, be, you can be that guy. You can be the COVID guy. I don't want to be the guy in the yellow jacket going, you know what? That looks sharp. That could kill someone. It's a paintbrush. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a paintbrush in your hands. It's a deadly weapon in the hands of a terrorist. That's true. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, everything's I, pack tested first. Yeah, yeah, pack tested paintbrushes. Um, that tip is too sharp. Um, electric yeah, paintbrush. Um, that's a new invention. Oh wow! No, I've seen electric that. dry brush. Surely. Where the furl is, it was a motor, so it spun around. Right. That's how paint works. It's like a dry brush. Yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. But it was like ridiculously fast, so all the paint went off the brush. In- oh. <laughs> so you got the new army painter masterclass dry brush, mm. and just take that off, fit it on a drill bit. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and then drop it on the floor. Which is at four thousand RPM at the time. Sick so, yeah, dry brush skills. Yeah, there we go. I, um, my painting year has basically been sort of. I want to paint that. I mean, I did paint. I painted a piece um, when I came out of hospital. I painted a piece for a YouTuber um, who I happen to respect, a guy named Jules. Um, mm. And I, I just, whilst I was in hospital, I, I watched quite a few of his videos and just found them quite uplifting in a really crappy time. Um, yeah. And decided that I would show my appreciation because I knew he was a Warhammer um, fan by doing a miniature. Um, I actually had it planned before I went into hospital. And I sent him a message saying, oh, there might be a slight delay. I've just been rushed into hospital. I was like, dude, it's fine. Don't worry. I was like, no, I'll get it done when I'm out. Um, so my, one of my first posts when I was at a hospital was me holding a box of all bikers. Um, so I'm really happy that he got it. I'm really happy that he likes it. Um, I'm hoping to challenge one of his team to a painting competition soon. Um, a guy by the name of Murder Room Painting. Murder Room Miniatures. Mm-hmm. Um, really nice guy. Very, very funny, funny um, Instagrammer. Um, He's a big barbarian of a guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of an appropriate paint challenge for him. Um, I think I might challenge. I think I might get some of the squid team to join me on the challenge and maybe do it as a squid v live and let's dice challenge. Yeah, that'd be cool. Speed painting stuff as well, because remember we did speed painting back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do another speed paint challenge. I think there's an American part. Cool, and we've lost. So, welcome to 2020. Um, so we'll be we'll be back in a second, and we'll uh, we'll get Tom back.
Welcome back, Vulcan Lifts. So as as we said, as you, as you left, that is that is the technology we're dealing with right now. Is just everybody using the internet, things dropping out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, back to you, Green School. Um, I think we're just going to finish up on your uh, your update. Basically, my update is is don't go into hospital with a collapsed lung. Um, don't get a collapsed lung to begin with uh, if you can help it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to next year painting competitions and the stuff we've got planned with Squidzilla. And generally getting, getting healthier. Yeah. Um, mm. And putting out a bit more of PDF content for the patrons. And yeah, yeah, we've like got that. some so more of those. Kind of, I'm just kind of looking forward to the future because at the moment, things, I think I think we'd all agree that things are still a bit un, uncertain. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we managed to get a lot painted. Yeah. Well, I've, gotten, I've gotten stuff painted. I wouldn't. I wouldn't... <laughs> Again, I've, I've I've managed to get I've, paint, I've changed the way I paint. So um, on certain things, I've not paid as much diligence and as much sort of technical ability on stuff because it doesn't need it. Um, the Necrons, they don't. I, you know, you can paint them all metal if you want, but that just sounds like pain. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, yeah, I've 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 learned some stuff and I've un unlearned some bad habits and. That's good. It sounds like a, a learning experience has been had anyway. Yeah. Cool. I mean, Armies on Parade is something that I definitely want to attempt. Like, obviously, you all know me as hashtag battle ready painting um, in just how I approach everything, which drives all, all these guys to insanity. Um, you know, get it washed, get it on the table, throw some dice. Um, but I would like to try and do some form of diorama um, for kind of this time next year, I guess. Um, I've got some ideas, but we'll uh, yes, yeah, come over to the dark side. <laughs> um, entering it next year, I think, with my uh, well, with one of my armies, I'll get one of them done. Tell you what, I'll enter it with my necromancer gang, and we'll all enter. Yeah, there we go. Okay, what for armies on parade? Is that like I've seen it before? I've seen pictures of it before. Isn't that like where they've got two thousand points or forty k, whatever? No, no, no. So it's um. There's a certain size base you've got to have it on. They've tweaked it for this year as well. It's either a two by two board or the new minimum yep. size board. And then your army can be anything as long as it fits on there. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So I've literally it's pretty large, or you could go pretty small. Cool diorama thing. One thing that always seems to stand out are either incredibly well painted, specific like law based armies so mm. if you've done uh, ultramarine second company to perfection then that mm. might be maybe not boom <laughs> yeah you got all, all of the heroes all the law all the little bits of stories that are all to do with that throughout time have all been yeah. brought together and built into this sort of it doesn't even have to be a diorama is what they say because it's your army that you yeah have, but just done in such a way and presented in a way that makes you go that's a nice army mm. Equally so, really nice conversions work. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, one I remember seeing last year was uh, someone had used the um, Gene Steeler Cults as a sort of um, sort of I don't know what you want to call it. It, it. it was a they were made as I can't remember whether they were made as Admech or Imperial Guardsmen, but they were done in such a way that they kind of went like it implied it was some sort of hazard world thing yeah so wearing hazmat suits as well as other things. and it, it, 
I want to say that they were kind of like white and orange, but I can't remember yeah. now. Mm. But... I think my mate was like, they're the belter loaders. Yeah, they look like loaders. Yeah, from the so, expanse. Yeah, stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, happens. I've I've got my obviously I've got my squats and I've got my undead. So one of those guys. Yeah. You did your squats. I think that would do very well. That would be cool. I've even seen one. <laughs> yeah, I've seen one which is just two miniatures. Um, it's a Death Guard themed one. Um, it's titled um, Echo, uh, Vi- Echoes of the Future or Visions of the Past or something like that. Oh. Where it, where it's just a 30k Death Guard Marine looking into a mirror. Obviously there's some perspex involved and you've got a, a 40k Death Guard Plague Marine on the other side. Yeah, Looks fantastic. Wow. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I'd either do a Necromunda gang or I'd do a Deathwing um, Terminator uh, squad. The, the fun you could have with the Deathwing squad. Um, you know, you'd have your diorama with the belly of a, a space hulk, um, some Tyranids popping out or getting torched or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Armies on Parade is more about how you choose to display the miniatures you paint. Yeah. More than in how they've been painted in some ways. Mm. Um, there was one yeah. guy who'd done um, uh, like an orc. He won. Um, he he, uh, he did like an orc um, motorcade parade. Mm. So he did like a, a road which went high from the top and then came down low as it sweeps towards the left. Okay. And in the center, there was like a a like a a NASCAR style announcer with a with a you know mega horn, a bull horn, sort of shouting at all of them. She had loads of bikes and just trikes and tracks. And stuff yeah. Like that. so the, That's cool. Didn't really get sort of stared at. It was the it was the the whole piece, yeah. That's like Speed Freaks as well, like yeah, quite themed. Cool. Oh, that's really awesome. All right. So that leads us into Kitbash. Um, talk us through your your year so far in, in miniatures. You know, obviously, you've mentioned a couple already, but uh, talk us through. I mean, um, this year I have um same sort of thing with everybody else obviously covid as what spanner in the works with a lot of stuff apart from the fact that i can remote work so i've not stopped working i'm one of the lucky few mm-hmm. same has not furloughed and i've just carried on doing the same thing which which has meant that i've saved money but then by saving money that means that i then have to spend it on <laughs> gardens so i mean i've I built a fence in my garden. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I laid some patio, and uh, so that's not miniature painting, but it, it's physically doing stuff. I've been I've been doing a lot of work outside of things, fixing my van and stuff like that. But painting wise, um, I've I've done sporadic miniatures, I guess. Um, I set up my painting desk, which is where I am now. Yes. Yeah, which. The, the amount of painting I have done since setting up this desk is more than I've done since I uh, since the beginning of the year, and I only set this desk up like what a month ago. Yeah. So in the last month, I've painted more than I had done previously. So, um, I've been so building things, lots of conversions. I've just yeah, not got around yeah. to painting them, but I uh, I got a little airbrush. I set that up, and it worked so well. I went, oh my god, that's amazing! Then it set on fire. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> but but the airbrush primer, the Vallejo stuff, you can paint on, you can brush on as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's perfectly smooth, even brushed on. This guy's done. Oops. This guy's done. And this guy. you can't even see it. You can't see him. All right. But 
trust me, he's nice and smooth. There's no brush marks or anything on there, so you don't even need. Question, Christian. How did how did you blow up your airbrush? And uh... in, in my mind, it's sort of playing out a bit like the IT crowd. <laughs> on fire. That is exactly it's what like happened. made in Britain or whatever. I was just I was just using it, and then I'm like, hmm, that's not the right kind of smell. And then it went Wow. Okay. I will stop. I will stop now. And then I stopped, and it didn't work again afterwards. So what I reckon is that I overstressed the pump, and uh, if if it was a proper mechanical pump, then it probably wouldn't have done that. But I suspect that it was some dodgy little impeller type thing. Um, so it would suck through con a consistent amount of air, but it's not the sort of thing that's designed to be run like that. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a liquid impeller, and it should have been actually pumping fuel through or something like oh, that. Oh, God, okay. But, um, because they're not designed to run dry, and I reckon it's. I'm not going to take it apart. Can't be bothered. It was one off wish. My dad bought it me as sort of. I like think, a I think that's probably why it overheated because it was yeah. bought for a wish there. But it's probably like a fiver or something like that. But it gave me just enough of a taste. Just a little bit. To go and drop 300 quid on a new one. So <laughs> I will be buying a compressor and, and all of that gubbins when I have the money. Um, <laughs> painting wise, so like I, I painted. A few of my space wolves. I've done. I painted one model out of the Indominus box. <laughs> one. Blade uh, guard. I posted him recently. I think he's been on the yeah. Instagram. Yeah, he went up today. Yeah. Um, not to date. Um, not to date the podcast, but today. <laughs> and then I've done some acrobots. I've painted those guys for my ad mech. Mm -hmm. Got some squads of intercessors. Uh, librarian, so uh, yeah, I've been cracking on doing some. Um, it's yeah, you're, it, you're jumping between I'm projects a, a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of, I'm in a position to crack on now and just get things. Yeah. Basically, which is uh, where I wasn't before. I was kind of um, sitting in that bit where because I had to move all of my computer stuff. Yeah. My painting desk in, and then I do. I'll be like, Ugh. so it just got to the point where I was converting things more. So making more squats or making more space wolves, the army that I'm not supposed to be converting too much. <laughs> you can't help uh, yourself. No, I can't. No, I can't. Dirty pig. Um, I haven't picked up my undead again yet this year at all. Okay. Um, so they need finishing. It's not. It's not like it's. It's not a lack of sort of ideas and plans for them. They just. They just haven't. They've just been sitting in the box. So I'm going to get these marines out of the way, and I'm going to get the squats done, or I'm going to get some of the squats done because <laughs> more things keep appearing on my desk. Um, and then yeah, there's a various few other things, but um, I'll I'll go over them in a minute, I think. Uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. so this year I got some things painted, got some things built. It was mainly more preparing. Yeah. To paint than actually getting any painting done. Yeah, I, th I think there's something to be said about having uh, a dedicated hobby space as well. You, you kind of picked on it, like because you didn't have a dedicated area, you ha you're having to move a load of stuff, and then that becomes a hassle. And then, like if you it... chore to yeah paint, if it's set up and ready to go, you can walk past it and you can go, oh, I can just jump straight in there. Yeah, especially when you've got a wet palette as well. Mm -hmm. And your your colours are still fresh. You can literally just dive in. Hmm, definitely. You know, Whenever I write, um, people ask me like, "What do I need to get started?" I'm always the one of the first things I say is a desk. Yeah. Um, because 
um, you can paint on a tea tray, you can paint, you know, on a on your lap, you can paint on the floor if you really want to, but if you want to get stuff done, yeah, uh, you know, make an actual go of it, then you need to have a desk that you can then mount lights on. You need a desk that you can then um, you know, have your paints laid out in a particular mm. You need space to be able to get a big project on. Yeah, definitely. You need you need a, a space where you can have tools kept somewhere safe, brushes kept somewhere safe. Um, you where know, you know everything one. is, like you know exactly, just yeah, where I it is. One person who kept on he kept on cursing how his brushes were always like getting their tips bent and like they weren't holding their edge and their the bellies were getting cracked and. The, the the furrows are coming off the handles. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? With your brushes, like, I'll keep this, this um, pencil case, and they keep on getting broken. I'm like, don't keep. This <laughs> guy says, does he have a cat or a dog, and with hey, and they've got access to it? Spice jars, spice jars. Yeah, brushes fit perfectly in spice jars. There's only two ways of being brush should ever be stored, and it's sideways or tip down. Yeah. You know, ever, no, no tip. Down. That's where I put my dry brushes, and then the I rest of it, I put mine in my army painter wet palette because mm-hmm. it has that second. It's, it's got a draw. Yeah. yeah. So I stick it. I stick all my good ones in there. And that's that's flat. What a what a wet palette. Yeah, it is good. It is good. I'm liking it. And it probably good, but I haven't had any experience with it. Yeah, I'm glad. So, brush holder. Um, I could take that with me. It's got all of the brushes and it's got all your. You know what I mean? You could put all of it in one thing. Mm. Any other bits for your your painting update so far, Kebash? Um, I, I know you've said it's more building than than painting as yeah, such, but taking part in a little uh, little competition at the moment, um, which is on the hashtag Ianov Four Comp on Instagram. Uh, there's a few guys. That's a mouthful. On yeah. the description. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, these there's a few people and they've 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 created this world of Ian of Four. Um, I think it's for an Inquisitor Twenty Eight campaign that they're mm-hmm. and they've gone. We want to populate this world with characters. So, can you guys out there make a character? Give us a little little tiny bit of a backstory just to give us a taste of what the concept is, and then yeah, build it, paint it, present it at the end. Uh, the winner gets forty quid's worth of vouchers. Nice. And, uh, there's four runner-ups, I think, and everyone gets something. Um, but I, it's just a little Pretty bit sweet. of fun. I got, I got a few spare parts, some Admech ones, so um, I'm doing it. Oh, and the whole thing needs to be... Um, you see, it's miles away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it needs to yeah, be... Yeah, Blanchard Sue. Blanchard uh, it's got to be. Have you got any pictures up on the Squid Instagram? Yeah. Um, I haven't yet. They're on my Instagram, though. Um, yeah. I'm going to throw a... I kind of want to put I kind of want to restrict putting like my completed stuff onto the squid yeah. because yeah. then I'm not spamming it. Because I was posting like four pictures a day of him oh, yeah. last week, so I don't I didn't want to just go here, have all of this. Here's 16 pictures to put up. On. <laughs> That's what I'm uh, trying so... to do, but I've just not finished anything. Keep <laughs> when he's done, he'll be on there. Um, I've also picked up this this. Um, well, I'm I'm currently painting my uh, demon host dwarf uh, squat demon host, but I picked up a um, kingdom death monk, mm. which mm-hmm. I thought was going to be like a 54 mil model. I didn't read the size of it. It's it's bigger proportioned than 40k stuff, There's but it's more mil. fine detail. 
that like her legs are so thin. Yeah. She's, she's this, this busty wench. Yeah. <laughs> you can barely see her. This little thing there. The I sliver. thought they were slightly bigger scale. No, I've seen the caster guy. But they are. But I think if you pick up a pinup female one, it's going to be very, very thin waist, big hips, boobs, yeah. tiny legs. Uh, that's what she is. A head's tiny. But like like the head scale compared to 40k head scale, it's like half the size of the head, but the body is twice the height of a face marine, but a head's tinier. So it's kind of the scale proportion is realistic, but it's a tiny paintbrush thing. It's a zero, you know. So that's your challenge, is it? Yeah, and I'm going to try and do it in non metal metal as well. Oosh. Good one, mate. I would argue that, um, like, I've tried to do numbers like metalness on a 40k miniature, and it's just I can't do it um, at the moment. I tried to do it on this guy, who's the Infinity miniature, and I got far quicker through it because the the shoulder pad here, which you can't see at all. I'm sorry, it is an extra. Um, it's probably like half the size of my middle finger, uh, little fingernail. Um, it's so small. Yeah. That, you know the amount of space you have to blend. It's tiny. I mean, getting the blend right is harder, but the actual amount of time you have to spend, you know, doing the blend is like far, far shorter. Yeah. If you, if you do it wrong, it's a case of one sweep of the brush and you've erased it, and you can start again with a really smooth. Yeah. Kind of... I've set myself a challenge with that. I'll get. I'll quickly show you guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as he just trashes his office. <laughs> Other than that, painting wise, just. Trying to get through my back back catalogue, same as everybody else's. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but my I... back catalogue still needs building for the most part because <laughs> it's conversions. While Tom finds his thing, um, I have said this on stream, and I've said this in chat, and I've yeah. this is the thing. This is the truth. This is my truth. Hey, this is the gospel. I am not. Oh yeah. Oh, from uh, Dark Souls. Smoke and on Steam. I know he's got a droopy hammer, but I need to like bend that back. Yeah. But I'm going to do Ornstein, and I said, I'm going to do it in all numbers like now. I remember you saying that yeah. about six months ago. <laughs> I've not even started him or even primed him. Those Dark Souls miniatures look more about the size that I thought the Kingdom Death one was going to be. Yeah. yeah. Massive. Yep. Like, I wouldn't mind picking up a, a like a Vort of the Boreal Valley or something like that. Yeah. Like kind of the alchemist. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like that big in comparison in game, though. So yeah, this is true. Yeah, he's a beast. I, I've, yeah. I've, got, I've got his armor now as well in uh, Dark Souls Three. So. Ooh. One of my favorites, but he's probably my favorite boss fight. Um, nice. Yeah. I, um, we digress. I, I <laughs> yeah, that's All another thing. Gaming sweet. back into gaming again. Yeah. <laughs> just back to you, Green Skull. You were just saying then, as uh, Tom was just grabbing those. I have I have officially reached a back catalogue um, critical mass. Like, okay, DEFCON 5. I am not buying any more miniatures until I have <laughs> painted a substantial amount of what I've got left here. You heard it here first. I've either got to sell it or I'm going to paint it before. I'll probably have to sell it, paint it and sell it. <laughs> I've got yeah. up above my head alone. I've got... 34, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12. Probably 70 miniatures. Ooh. Um, Damn. Including the 
30 or so that you get for the indomitus side of the space marines plus yeah. the other 20 30 that i've got for various other projects plus the 20 or 30 for the infinity stuff i've picked up i've just i need to i need to start clearing stuff mm. I sold loads of mine on eBay, as you know, like just can't yeah. look at it anymore or it's stuff yeah. that I've just not used in years. Yeah. I think war gamers are inherently hoarders. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good hypothesis. It's very accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I think that as well. I think want it all, don't we? <laughs> I think yeah. all of us, um, the worst thing is, is that I'm saying I'm not buying any more miniatures and I'm keeping to that, but I know that other people are going to buy me miniatures and I've got someone else. <laughs> is that a loophole? Is that how you're getting around it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't buy any more miniatures because I know I've got at least five sets coming. Sell so. something on eBay and make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Because no, then I'll be like, <laughs> the, the worst, I think one of the worst things for hobbyists, and this is war gamers, this is scale modelers, this is the garage kit people is that once you've been doing this for about, I'd say, three or four years, you are acutely aware that there is stuff that comes out and then disappears forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true, yeah. And when you know that, when you have that fear in you, that, oh, I quite like that. Like, for example, I've got above my head, I've got a black dragon. I don't have a dark elf army. Uh, dark elf army. I never want to have a dark elf army, but I've always wanted a black dragon. And when GW started killing off a lot of their... Warhammer Fantasy older kits. Yep. I was like, I've got to buy one. Yeah. I'll probably, if I can pick up a second one, I probably will. Yeah. Um, I've got the Forest Dragon, same sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, the well, like, in the shop, it was yeah. saying, uh, it was basically a clearance sale. Mm. So I went, I'll have that. Yeah. And, uh, and I, you... I got it. I built it. I painted it. I've lost the foot. You've used it. Like you played I, it in yeah, game. I used it. I did. I did. Um, email a... you said, Have you got any more feet? No, we don't even have the kit anymore. <laughs> Do you remember when um... GW had actual parts on a magazine? Yeah. That was... Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, that was, of... that was one of my favourite yeah. things. It's like an order-only thing. That's cool. Um, I actually there's a kit from Malifaux that I always wanted, and it was called the Dreamer. Um, oh, and you can still buy him, but you can yeah. only buy his new version where he's like a teenager. He used to this really cool miniature where he was like a, a little boy carrying a teddy bear. Yeah. And then he could transform himself into this huge monstrosity that he called Lord Chompy Bits. Lord Chompy Bits, yeah. <laughs> I really wanted that kit, but I was like, yeah, I'm not playing Malifaux, so I don't really want, I don't want it now. And like all of the other miniatures in that box, I wasn't particularly fussed with. Um, they've since stopped doing that kit, and you can't buy it anywhere. If you want to buy it, it's two grand on, e- on Amazon. Two what? Um, because it's such an iconic kit, and not many people bought it because it wasn't a like he was really strong. Um, so like on eBay, all of the other parts of the miniature they're going cheap. Yeah. But him and Lord Chumpy Bits are, are stupidly expensive. Um, Christian, just yep. to tempt you very further. Oh, here we go. See this? Go. See this chap here? This is the uh, the Doctor of the Mind. And I'll send you a picture later. But he would be think... sick if you converted him into a Mechanicus Priest. He's the um yes he comes with the is it like the transcendent transcendent or something like that I can't remember what the little kit's called there's a it's few other people with him, isn't he? he's got some madmen a warden and some nurses yeah like I, I was looking at him thinking it, it just looks like quite yeah the nurses are all a bit like yeah I, I was well, looking because really you were like Blanchett too and I was like that's bang on the money like 
you know. It's. A, I mean, I don't know why I'm denying it. I will end up with some of them at some point. Of course you will. <laughs> I have a plague doctor somewhere. I picked him up at a, at a convention um, exclusive. He's um, awesome. Is that a special, I, like a special version of him? It's supposed to be, but the thing is, is he was he was meant to be carrying this little knife. Yeah. But the sculpt was so bad that the knife just. You can't see it. It looks like his hand is just fat at the bottom, like it's just like a grunt. Yeah. It's like so, scalpel, isn't it? Like a tiny. Yeah, knife. it's it's way too it's way too small of a part. What they should have had is his hand, like closer to his chest, and have the scalpel like as an actual uh, extruded part on his chest, not an actual separate mm. part of the gap. Yeah. Um, and it was using um, an older rubbery plastic. Not the resin that they're like their resin is really good, um, but the r more rubbery plastic. And I think the only reason why it was a um, convention exclusive is they're just trying to get rid of that particular spot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they they um, they've been given a few away, and some of them you can't. They've got stats for them, and you can't even get them. <laughs> like they're impossible to get. I mean, if in the new, does anybody subscribe to that War Games Illustrated magazine? No, but I've I've got an odd I've got the odd copy though. Is that the same as Sports Illustrated, but for war games? But yeah, it's yeah, it's basically porn for for hobbyists. Hobbyists. Yeah. Um, but th there is an exclusive TT Combat sculpt in there, which looks really cool. And I think it's like I think it's like a lady, like a noble lady with a pistol, um, and she's got like a big billowing dress. But I think that'd be quite a really cool miniature to paint, um, mm -hmm. just to have to paint, you know? Yeah. Cool. Well. I, th I think it's probably uh, it's probably time for me to to go through my update, I guess. Yeah. What, so, what, are you doing? What, what have I done? So yeah, it's it's been a mad one. So um, obviously, all the things you've already talked about, that everybody knows is going on and still going on. Um, but I, I guess for me, um, the I did a New Year's hobby resolutions 2020 for myself at the start. Of, well, I think it was December 31st. I wrote it. Um, but basically it was a handful of 10 things I'll put up on the screen because I can't remember them off the top of my head now of things I want to achieve this year um, and it was things like make my um, tabletopper for playing games at home paint terrain um, paint more ultramarines you know start a slow grow army which are you know things I'm taking off contribute at the time to a to a friend's YouTube channel uh, which was Squidzilla at the time and obviously a couple of months down the line here I am <laughs> Take that one off. Uh, infiltrated and made my way in. Um, so obviously, yeah, joining. I mean, I, I would regularly paint anyway. Um, Squidzilla has just given me the opportunity to sanction more time to paint, if that makes sense. Like, because yeah. I'm carving out time to either stream. I'm carving out time to record, um, you know, battle reports and other different things that we've got coming up. So slow grow sisters army. So that all started with with Tom, uh, so Vulcan left sending me a cheeky little message one day going, you know we've got some of those uh, White Sisters boxes in, do you want one? And I was like, uh, yeah go on, I'll have one. Um, so I got one, and then uh, that was in December I think it was, um, and then lockdown happened and I was like, well this is kind of the perfect opportunity to start a new army, so I've not strayed into Chaos or Xenos, so Ultramarines, um, because I got into the uh, the hobby in eighth, um, shot the space marine half of uh, a friend's Dark Imperium box, 
paint them as ultramarines because at the time I was like, oh, it's only ultramarines, surely they're the they're the dudes on the box. Um, I obviously know now that there's you know a couple more chapters um, of space marines. Um, you hit the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, literally, yeah. Um, you got lost under it. Definitely, yeah, and hit it hard as well. Um, so, yeah, it was so sisters. So um, I decided to go our martyred lady. Uh, so the classic kind of black armor, red cloaks, um, white hair. Um, decided I wanted to try something new. Um, so I wanted to try contrast paints. So I dropped a ton on, or uh, well, just shy of a ton, on contrast paints um, and uh, doing the scheme in that. I wanted to do something new in regards to bases. So I picked up a green stuff roller and did some milliput bases. Um, now I've, yeah, it's been it's been super varied. Um, what else have I done? Um, oh my god, obviously painted a load of stuff. How do you yeah. You've really pushed your boat out. Like, you've done so much different stuff this year. Hmm. Um, still not done any highlights, though. <laughs> I'm watching you. Uh, yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> um, painted up the terrain, so the Sector Imperialis terrain. Um, I've still got quite a bit of that um, in the garage that I need to do. Um, I've obviously bought the dark, uh, not dark Imperium. That was uh, that was an addition ago. Um, got the Indomitus box, um, so I was fastest finger first um, for for Goblin Gaming. So um, if you don't know and you've not watched our streams, um, they're our preferred supplier. Um, so if if you like to buy any hobby stuff, whether it be Carnival, whether it be Infinity, Forty K, Necromunda, any of the bits we talked about, or even if it's just those crazy brushes without the electric uh, drill attached to them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Check out our, our link in the description. I will be picking some of those up myself because I want to do some more terrain. And the dry brushes I've got are a bit subpar now, so I think picking some of those up will be good. I've yeah, actually done, done a, um, I might have done a bit of filming in relation to those, so there should be some. Ooh, we'll look out for that. Um, so yeah, it's like, so yeah, Indomitus box. Um, I painted all of that. Space Marine side, obviously, not the Necron side. Um, bar the Judicar and the Chaplain now. So I set myself a 2k list, painted that, uh, which was which was a great uh, kind of challenge. Obviously played a couple of battle reports, which you'll see in the future. Um, I had a blast, um, but now I kind of need a bit of a palette cleanser. You know, I love painting blue, but there's only there's so much blue you can paint. Um, and wh where we are now, there's there's a lot more Space Marine stuff coming down the pipe. And I guess as a as a Space Marine player, yeah, I'm excited, but I'm also a bit like, ugh, I've just bought a load of new stuff. Now, what has to make way for the Mario Kart thing and the Chaplin on a bike and all the other things that are coming down the line? What what has to be moved out of the regular rotation? Probably uh, one less repulsor executioner, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, you know, just to make two or three. Uh, two, I got two in the list that I've been running recently. Um, How many do you own? Two, and one repulsor. Yeah, oh. I have a lot in points. It, it's embarrassing. Um, but then I've also like when I did the night battle report, I was like, oh, I do really enjoy night. So I've picked up another mid-sized night. So I'm having fun uh, this week. Just been magnetizing weapons and building weapons and. Um, I'll be painting him on stream soon and some more terrain and then I'll have to get back into my sisters and get that stuff done because there's more models coming out for that as well um, 
Yeah, there's a there's a there's a model called the Palantine. Palatine, Palatine. Um, she is essentially going to be a lieutenant in regards to her role. Um, so sisters of battle don't have any way to reroll wounds of one, unless you are uh, our martyred lady and you have Judith, um, the one in the in the bathtub, the floating bathtub. Uh, yeah. So she, yeah, Judith, uh, Judith Eruda. Um, so yeah, it's it's been a crazy nine months. Like as as we talk now, I've you know I've, I picked up the uh, the librarian Terminator, uh, Lexicon and Varus, the guy with no neck, um, <laughs> as a special buy from from Games Workshop. That took f- like four months to turn up. I got the sister of battle with her with him as well. So I've got for the first time ever, I've got a cupboard of stuff above me that's still in box and still on the sprue, and that's a bit unnerving for me because I like to kind of get stuff built, get stuff painted, and get it on the table. I am, yeah, and it's really weird. It's really weird. Um, but I'm sure I'll get through that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> i found that if you continually feed the grey beast, it keeps it appeased, and then it doesn't... doesn't mm. it. But, um, Interesting. It's retail therapy as well, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep empty sprue near me, just so it looks like I've got more than I actually have. Okay. And it doesn't question. Yeah. It doesn't make me buy more because mm. I look over and go, "Oh, I've got the big pile of sprue over there to paint." And it's just sprue. It's just your bits box. But don't you know that you've done that? <laughs> I forget. Are you just trying to amnesia? <laughs> just put it there. The same thing. Um, I've yeah. got a box full of empty sprues, and the reason why I've got them is because. <laughs> been telling myself for years I'm going to turn this into a, a sprue dice tower. Yeah. I'm just, oh, just so, so looking exactly. at it, I go, that could go for scenery. Yeah. That's is that your favourite project of 2020 then? What, what? building building a the sprue something tower. out of sprue? Yeah. <laughs> sprue crumbs. Sprue terrain. Yeah, I've, I've I've actually had to stop that particular project because the box that I've been keeping the sprues in is now full and spilling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That, that that kind of segues us in nicely so I, I guess a quick fire round of favourite project of 2020 um, who would like to kick off I could go first if you want yeah go on, what, what's your favourite project of 2020 so far the trebuchet yes, yeah Yeah, I agree yeah that was good that was so much fun yeah, that, that was good uh, mini diorama. It is, yeah, it is actually, yeah, because of how Kings of War is kind of played out. You, you have that kind of, I guess, liberty to, yeah, to do that, yeah. Do what you want, like. I think he's not on the right base for what it's meant to be, but okay. Yeah. It's, it's a giant trebuchet. It's got three guys on the base, operating it. It's great. It's great. I a lot about wood, painting wood. <laughs> I learned a lot about wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I love it. it a, a Gondor trebuchet that was fine cast, and that was mm. had to like bend that into shape and all sorts. Um, yeah, yeah, it was interesting. I think that's the first time I've tried to do like a diorama style model as well. Yeah, first time I've ever done it. Um, so I've learned quite a bit. That's probably why it's my favorite. Yeah, trebuchets are really cool. Yeah, this is true. Best form of transport. Transport. I love it. Green skull. Yeah. I'd love to see you at like a bus stop. Hey Doris, I know you've got a free bus pass, but try out this trebuchet. <laughs> and like well. number two bus comes along, is like, not today, Timothy. I'm taking the trebuchet. We'll take up the entire bus lane. Yeah. Trebuchet. Just give me two days to set it up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Awesome. Just old ladies in the shops. <laughs> Surely the only place that the trebuchet delivers to is that way. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? Over there. That way. Over yeah. the horizon, that way. <laughs> what, so? Do you want to get there exactly fast? Well, try the trebuchet. Yeah. Next stop, anywhere. <laughs> cool, Green Skull, what is your favourite project of 2020 so far? Well, apart from dropping a leg on my, on my foot, um, I think it's probably split between three. You know, that sounds like a bit of a cop-out. Um, yeah, it totally is. <laughs> it's either the um, orc war biker I did for Jules because yes. a, uh, a milestone project for me um, it was the first one at the hospital I was really happy with it um, it got a really big uh, reaction on Instagram which was a, a, a massive um, feel good hit when I needed it Yeah. Um, the infinity guy I've just done mm-hmm He's actually for a um, a friend's um, Starfinder campaign that I hope someone getting back into RPG um, role playing games RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, what was the third one? It's the PDF stuff. I oh, know it was the White Scar. The White Scar. Oh yeah, the giveaway. Yeah. Really liked it as well. We did a competition um, because of the way that the climate was at the time. The guy who won the competition well, posted to him. He told me that he got it. I was like, oh, do you like it? He's like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I was like, you've said you've got it. He's like, yeah, yeah, I've got it, I've got it. I'm like, but what do you mean you don't know? It's like, oh no, I'm I'm shielding. I can't go anywhere near the parcel. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, oh. Wargaming um, dad, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wargaming so, dad from um, Twitch. Let me know. Let me know how it goes. And like three weeks has passed because he was he was being really careful, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I really like it. I'm like, like what? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> When, if you hear this wargame guy, come say hi on a Twitch stream. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been ages. I assume he likes job. it. I mean, he said yeah. he where he put it, but he hasn't shown me where he put it, so maybe he's put it somewhere I don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, those, those three projects. I mean, I think personally, like the, 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 the next project I finish is always my favourite. Yeah. I mean, I always try and push that a little bit harder. So that's, that's why I take so much time. That's why I love. Like, if you'd asked me a couple of weeks ago, it would have been a Toto. Um, the Malifaux character I did, and you did a cracking you know, job on him as well. Every so. single time you go back, it'll be the model I've just finished. Then, yeah, that's how I, work. I don't He's know. Got, um, Africa stuck in my head now. Yeah, thanks. I, I love playing the I love painting the crocodile because mm-hmm. it's different. But the trebuchet still still a standout for you. Yeah, trebuchet. You want it as a mode of transport. That's not because you like the miniature. This car is terrible. Yeah. This car only transports me in like multiple directions. Trebuchet, on the other hand, goes up and across. And across, yeah. And across. One out, one out of ten for comfort, though. You've got to pick one, though, John. Yeah, come on. You've got three choices. Um. All right. Okay. Three between three. Um. I'd have to say it's the war biker. But yeah. That that would be my vote for sure. I would have agreed. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's. Uh. I, I can't. The I think something we would probably, as a group, we would all um, we would all say is that the the staff of the NHS at the moment are superheroes in in civilian clothes. They are mm-hmm. amazing. Um, the things that I saw whilst I was in hostel were terrifying. They will they will stay with me for a very very long time. I wasn't on the COVID ward, um, yeah. but I was I I got to witness all of the sort of overflow and backlash of that all the, the stuff craziness. that was. 
all the, all of the craziness. And the nurses came to work with smiles. Yeah. And the doctors saw yeah. me those days. You know, um, I can't I can't fault anything, but it was still a really terrifying. I was told I had a, a one in five chance of dying. <laughs> Um, at one point, so when you've got a, a wife and a small child at home, that's that's not what you want to hear at 34. Mm. Uh, I don't think it's what you want to hear at 35 or any other year. Um, but coming out and getting that miniature done for somebody who'd already helped pick me up and already made a really, really positive impact. Um, he's pre basically, if you haven't seen it already, um, Jules used to be, I think he is still part of what culture. Hmm. Um, but he does like the top 10 hardest bosses to, to be in video games. But at the end of a lot of his videos, he'll put on a very positive mental health image um, uh, or, or message. Um, yeah. So like the, for the top 10 hardest bosses, it's, you know, when we come up against hard bosses, we, we learn and we adapt and we try again. And when things like that happen in life, you've got to not beat yourself up. You can't be too hard on yourself and, I think that's so important nowadays. So I thought that needed to be. Yeah, it's a great message. Yeah, definitely. Great message, and it's made you produce some of your best work. Yeah, uh, I think so... it's, it's nice to have something to push towards. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Come on, Christian. Me. Um, I. Again. <laughs> Here we go one of one of a few um project wise i'm really happy with like the direction my squat inquisitors went my my eisenhorn and my hector rex who now has his legs glued back together after a little tiny accident hector legs more like (laughs) uh has been um removed from active play at the moment until he gets updated rules if he does get updated rules but eisenhorn is going to fill the gap and that's why i'm painting um his demon host at the moment um but i just love building them um old dwarf models from old world fantasy and then just i with eisenhorn i got a picture of eisenhorn and i just went through and just went right he needs his staff he needs a book he needs his little backpack he needs a sword he needs a gun and he needs a crew cut because that's Eisenhorn that I'm going for the young Eisenhorn. So do that. Yeah. Find all the pieces. Dwarf Blood Bowl team. Fantastic heads. Beards for days. Um, and they, they look brilliant on the old models. And then the same thing with Hector. Hector's this just mad bastard with a shield and a sword. So <laughs> find the relevant dwarf model. All of them. And then just pick one that fits the bill. And uh, painting them was a joy because there's no, the, the scheme is set, but it's not Oh, lost Tom again. <laughs> oh, and he switched. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Oh, oh, there we go. He's coming back. There he is. <laughs> dropping out. Again. Yeah. You're back. Sabotage. Uh, Hector. Sabotage. Rex. That's what I want, wasn't it? Hector Rex. Mad bastard. Yeah. the board. Painting them is fun. Because it was, there's no the the scheme is only set to them. Yeah. So Hector wears kind of a a, a cream armor with silver silver um, filigree on it, whereas Eisenhorn's wearing green shoulder pads. He has a red cloak and he has a bit of white and stuff on there. So like, it's unique specifically to the model. Yeah. But it still fits with the overall theme of the army, hmm. which I thought I, I really enjoy painting them. They're like, that was really fun. So I think 
after I've thinned down some things, I'll be bringing more Inquisitor sort of Ink 28 type things and do some warbands in there. Nice. Or, you know, and try and encourage everybody else to play something. But I'm torn between them and something I've not painted yet, but that is, is thoroughly enjoyable to build, which is my Space Wolf Chapter Master. Yeah. Which, which I've not really shown anyone. Patreons have seen him a little bit. Um, I've got some more to show, um, but he's almost finished, so I will be painting him soon. And I, that is either going to be an absolute nightmare mm -hmm. because I'm torn between painting him as a space wolf just because, or painting him with the green and brown, or painting him in the the black, a la the blade guard because of the veteran status. He's He's a great wolf. They're great wolf. They're wolf guard. He's technically a wolf guard. He buffs wolf guard, so therefore he should be a wolf guard color, meaning he should be black because that's what color my wolf guards are. So, but I'm not painting him yet. Yeah. So, the Inquisitors, I think, is my. What is your... be the Inquisitors? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd agree. Eisenhorn. Eisenhorn is yeah. Eisenhorn's my favorite yeah. one that I painted just Inquity because I got turquoise on him, and I've not painted the turquoise green color on anything else, and it was yeah, it was lovely to paint it. Turquoise, <laughs> so, yeah. Eisenhorn to, to paint. What about you, John? So I think mine mine's a double. Ha so it, it's one thing. So I'm sticking to the script. So it's one thing. It's it's my favourite project, and it's also probably the most difficult. So that's the segue into the next one as well. For me, it's going to be the Exorcist tank. So the new sculpt for the Sister Battle. That thing has got more ornate bells and whistles on it than my nan's house. Do you know what I mean? It's there are so many trinkets in there, and I think I found. Exactly. You never met. Um there was there was trinkets upon trinkets. Um I thought I'd done it all and then I found more. Um <laughs> It's like you turn the miniature around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> N never in a miniature did I ever paint um piano keys, um stain wood, because um, it's got uh, like wood paneling on the back, so I used contrast paints to sit in that and that worked perfectly. Um it, you know, it's, it's a rhino with an organ on the back. It's and it's got some cherubs and some really cool stuff. But it's just the most forty k thing. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got two more to do as well. Somebody says to me miniature filigree. I'm like no, 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 no. Can't. No. John's just gonna go, boys. But um, and that that took me about twenty hours on stream. So did it all exclusively on stream. Um, and I've got three immolators to do as well, and obviously they have a little bit of stained glass, which um, Games Workshop have released a little tutorial for that on how they did it. And I was like, I could do that. Yeah. You know, a bit of uh, essentially Munitorum varnish, contrast paints, mm. and then um, I think it was Black Templar for the uh, like the lead. Um, if you're going like traditional, so I was like, I think I can do that. So I'm going to try that. Um, but yeah, it it's my favourite and also most difficult this year. Um, it looks great though. Yeah, no, I'm really happy with it. 
and because um, I was playing James at the weekend and he had his sisters and I was like, oh, I should really get my sisters back out because I really enjoyed them. Um, I've got Ephriel Stern and um, the other guy. He's Zenos, we don't talk about him. So I want to I get her built up and maybe get her into a list and, and uh, get them back on the table because they were, they were really fun to play for, you know, kind of crazy zealot uh, nuns with guns. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was my, my favourite and most difficult. So swinging back to you guys, what was your either hardest or most difficult mini this year? I can, I can start that one super okay. easy. Go on. Um, it was the white scarf because yeah, yeah, um, yeah because the um, I was ill at the time, if memory serves. Um, I think so. Yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but I had fluid on the lung, and my lung was slowly collapsing, um, and I generally felt rubbish, and. Um, to anyone watching, one of the ways I paint miniatures and keep my miniatures um, safe is I um, hit them with some very heavy alcohol-based um, thinners and, and washes so that they are actually disinfected because um, just can't be too careful. I can't take my son picking one up and, and taking any risks. Um, but when that competition was announced, it was a challenge to myself because I didn't I don't I didn't paint space marines before then. Um, I think I'd painted maybe one Primaris, two Primaris before then. Yeah. And then someone, oh yeah, um, you know how you really hate painting white? We want a white scarf. Hmm. White. <laughs> I can't and remember how the challenge came about, to be honest. Yeah. It just happened on said, stream as well. I said, um, oh, has anyone got any like, um, Primaris um, transfer sheets this guy? And they're like, oh, no, 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 you have to buy them separately. I was like, oh. So I have to freehand a whole lot of lightning bolts all over this guy. And they're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all oh, right. Freehand? And you nailed it. Could someone not have told me this beforehand? They're like, no, just crack on. This guy's waiting for his miniature now because he's won a competition. Like, <laughs> right. So it was kind of a. I couldn't just be like, ah, oh, you know what, guys, I'm not feeling it. And, you know, I want to move on to something else or I want to abandon this project and do something different. It was a case of, no, this guy's waiting for it now. And, um, yeah. <laughs> waiting for it and then had it sat outside his house for three weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I was like, Okay, I feel like I did. Okay, but yes, that was that was probably my hardest miniature because of where I was personally. Yeah. Theme and what was asked of me and everything else. So it was a, a triple threat. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone says, "Oh, have you ever thought about doing like a white scars army?" I think I might just hit them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't be worried. I'm yeah. an absolute wimp. So if I <laughs> feel it, but still, I'll, I'll be like, Ugh. <laughs> make sure you appreciate that people actually um, do white scars armies it's when they do them there's a guy the guy i kept on quoting when i was doing it on stream because i was doing a lot of work on him on stream there's a guy called mezgike who is a uh, australian youtuber fantastic he's so funny and he's such a good painter he'd taken a primaris and he'd re-sculpted the power sword sheath so that it was a katana wow Ooh. and he painted a free-handed dragon on the side of it i'm like i can't do lightning bolts Shut up. <laughs> And he'd re-sculpted the head, so he had like the Genghis Khan ponytail. Um, he'd done a whole lot of armor chipping, and I just, he just, you mean like I was quite proud of what I did. He did it way better, mm. Um, mm. and he did. It was like no point was like now this is the hard bit. It was like this is just the next bit. This is just this is kind of easy. You probably oh. painted a million of them as well. Yeah, you've got, you've got to think about it. Like, uh, this is your first white scar ever. Yeah. 
the yeah. uh, the Australian painting scene is, I think, because of because of how expensive Warhammer is, they kind of have a trial by fire. Mm. Yeah. You know, um, each and every miniature is that much more expensive to them than it is to us. Yeah, and obviously you've got the humidity issues in Australia for painting, so it's actually physically harder to paint. So the really top tier Australian painters are really top tier. Mm. Um, I've I've personally found. Um, so you know, I'm not comparing myself to him, <laughs> but it definitely, I definitely appreciate the skill from people like him, and and people who do things like Imperial Fists insanely well. I also did one of those as well. Yes, um, yeah, you've done quite a few Marines, haven't you? Then I have. But yeah, I've been. I've been scars primarily have definitely broken my Marine phobia. Um, yeah. I still don't you... think I can paint an old. What they call the old ones called Firstborn. I, well, I, I, I've got a Horace Heresy White Scar miniature here. If you, if you fancy yeah. that. <laughs> but at no point can I be in possession of miniature. Otherwise, it breaches my rule about new oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Are you, um, are you <laughs> going to go through? Stay at my house. <laughs> are you going to go through and do one of every chapter? I might do. Yeah, I might do. Um, there. Uh, I mean, I, I think I'd like to try. Catch them all, John. Got to catch them all. <laughs> I have this image of me throwing primaries at people. There's a hundred stars, hundreds of chaplains now. <laughs> hundreds of chapters. <laughs> you could do them all as lieutenants. Left yes. Oh. More of those. There's not enough, I think, in the hobby as a whole. No. Definitely not. You're right. You're right. Who, who, who's thought of theirs next? Yeah, who, who's next out of, out of you two? Because uh, I've done mine. Mine was my favourite. Well, mine was my favourite and the hardest. Um, it was the it was the Exorcist, so it's uh, Kit Bash or Volker, and what was your your hardest or most difficult to paint? Hardest. I mean, you might not have had one. I um, gotta sound really arrogant right now. I don't find it that difficult to paint miniatures. Oh. The only thing I find <laughs> about painting Thug Life is um, getting the time to paint them. Okay. So, which is why I'm trying uh, to paint right now. I'm right trying now. to paint her uh, it, with all of the difficult things. So I'm going to try and correctly blend the skin. I'm going to try and correctly do non-metal metal. I'm going to try and push everything. Like I can, I can base layer edge highlight things. I can shade stuff using washes. I can shade stuff more or less with a darker color and a lighter color. I can panel line things. Not the best at all at any of those things by all means, but I can do them all. So it's just more of a matter of getting, doing it and practicing and becoming better at it. Mm. I've not pushed the envelope on too many things because um, I kind of let the build do the talking most of the time. I'm trying Blanchitsu with this guy properly. Um, oh, I'll tell you what. Painting my war crime miniatures <laughs> Who not all of them are white. Okay. And not being accidentally racist on stream. That needs some context. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll have an image to clear this up. Yeah. <laughs> well, because of the war cry lot, I've got some iron golems. And. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of armor and then skin. Yeah. They're semi naked people with bits of armor on. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's go into the battle mostly naked. Whatever. That's their choice. They want to do it. Whatever. They're still hard as nails anyway, right? So you've got your standard. You've got like, oh, there's definitely that's definitely a barbarian because he's big guy. Yeah. So the barbarian's going to be white because he's a barbarian. But they're also in the the what is it eight eight ways or something eight points eight points yeah. So it's a bit warm there. So he's going to have a bit of a tan of grime on him. Fine. I can do dirty white people. Ogres. They're kind of like slightly tan because they're sort of in the Cathay region and they come over. So they're kind of semi-Mongolian, big ogre thing. Yeah. Kind of that color, color skin. That's fine. Can do that. It's kind of a tan color, whatever. Uh, but they didn't want to do them all. I mean, there was a dwarf as well. So I did him as a, as a dark dwarf. Um, same kind of very pale skin. Yeah. Dirty. But that's kind of like Hail Dwarfs so that kind of color. I know that. But then loads of just humans. Yeah. But it, this is the eight points. It's where from all corners of the the, the realms, yeah, it's the chaos point. brings everyone here. Yeah. So they're not all going to be a bunch of white guys, are they? Yeah. No. So painting different skin tones. Yeah. And doing them in a way that doesn't come across as gaudy or comical. Mm, yeah, you know, like I, I've tried to keep it as natural looking as possible, and I found that difficult in picking the correct colors to choose. To because I've, I've got a vast array of colors thanks to Green Skull, but I don't have a dark skin tone palette here. Yeah, uh, so it's kind of like so I've had to pick a specific brown color or black color or whatever and mix them all together in order to get the correct shade mm. band to do it and uh, it took a few attempts i did some different ones but um i think i successfully did it in a way that made it look more natural than not but that was quite challenging sort of doing it because i not only was I doing it, I was doing it's it while streaming as well. So I had the added pressure of must get this right and not sound like I'm being some sort of <laughs> white guy who knows nothing of race, because <laughs> that's not the case. Um, I know something. Um, so yeah, that that was a challenge. Yeah, that's that. Skin tone. I tried to do that with a few of my um, my Azure Knights because um, the the way I kind of envisaged the chapter is that they would. They would go from Imperial um, Backworld to Imperial Backworld, and they would come into contact with human beings and then say, you know, which one of you is worthy? And that's it. They, they wouldn't pick anyone based on anything, as they shouldn't. Um, but I, I kind of, I know what Christian means by there's this kind of, this pressure that if you got it wrong, that the backlash is going to be that much more um, severe. Yeah. And I think that's something that has nothing to do with the subject that you're painting um, or the, in this, I think it's more the internet's reaction to those things. Yeah. Um, I've deliberately gone out and bought um, a beautiful sculpt from um, a game called Aristea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Aristea's really cool. And it's basically the same world as Infinity, which is a, a game of covert espionage and, and cloak and dagger stuff. But mm. Aristea is basically the the U, the galaxy's top entertainment show. And it's like a blood, blood Bowl kind of um, 
death arena. Sporting event sort of thing. Yeah, sporting event. Which is like running on Yeah. Um, it's played on hex tiles and you have to like key up the crowd and stuff. But there's a yeah. character out of that and I don't know his name. I'm really sorry. I did pick this guy based on his sculpt, not on his name. Um, but he's a... The only word I can use is a beautiful Indian guy with this flowing white suit and a rapier. Mm. And I thought, I want that as a challenge. I want that miniature because that he is cool as. Mm. And I think it's important for us in this particular, not, not climate, just, just important in the world that we live in, um, to make sure that everyone knows that they're wanted in this hobby. Mm. Um, that there's not... Yeah. This isn't for one person. Well, the hobby is inclusive, isn't it? It is. I think think the problems that we've had, and GW covered this pretty well, haven't been out of malice, but they are there. Mm. Um, You look back at some old skin tone tutorials, and it's how to paint a white guy. Yeah. That's not skin tone, that's how to paint paint Caucasian or pale skin, light skin. Well, Cadian flesh tone, as they call it. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. I would imagine, and I'm sure GW would agree, that not all Kalians were just one colour. They would have been from all human walks of life. Um, and that's a mistake, and they need to correct that. I'm sure they will. Um, but, you know, I think at the same time, there's that kind of fear that if you shoehorn a miniature into, look, I'm being inclusive, then you, you, the backlash you might get might be so much worse than just keep it not keeping yeah. it the norm, which is worse. So I, I know, okay. I know what you mean. Hello, we went on quite a ramble there, but we'll Sorry. go. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, uh, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, go on, Tom. What what was your uh, hardest or most difficult? And then we'll get into the last question. I was thinking. I think it's going to be one of the Kings of War miniatures. Okay. Um, I painted. Uh, 40 foot soldiers mm-hmm. um, and the unit of 20 like men at arms I had the silly idea of freehanding it to the shields oh, yeah yeah um, which look great now. now yeah I'm like I did that yeah you did that but at the time it, it took about like a week of painting three hours a day yeah it took a long time um because you know you stop practicing it and getting good at it, um, but that that was a challenge. Mm. But I think the most difficult model that I painted, a single model, was probably the damsel, Lady of the Lake, the Lady of the Lake, um, because I ended up painting Esmeralda from Disney, <laughs> um, from, you know, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. When I, when I look at it now, I'm like, that's Esmeralda. Yeah. I didn't even didn't even realise I was doing it. I'll get a comparison up for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll show you a picture. Um, but yeah, really difficult model. Like I did non-metallic metal on the gold, so but I did like a bright gold. Um, she's got some freehand on her. I tried like a technique which is like, uh, like building up stipples. Like yeah, a lot of work went into it. You know, I've never tried stippling. I really need to give that a go. You know, but it makes like cloth look really yeah. full of texture. So that was a really hard challenge for me personally, and I wanted to do it justice. And but it's it's one of those models where you keep 
like you discover that you look back at the face and like, oh, I missed that bit. Oh, I think she looks a bit too, like you know, spaced the eyes out a bit too much. Yeah, the eyes back in a bit. You know what I mean? It, there was a lot of back in two, especially on like the flesh. Like the non metallic metal bits came together nicely. Mm. Like they came together pretty quick, but it was the flesh tone. Um, like what Christian's saying there, um, on her face particularly, because it's a very bright. It's not like when you look at Games Workshop model where it's got like, okay, you know, for frown, you get like all of the the, th- the furrows and yeah, defined ridges that stick out. On, on her, it was a lot more flat detail, so we had to paint in the detail a bit more, and yeah, it was hard. That definitely the damsel. Yeah, no, I like it. You you, you freehanded a banner for me as well for my Terminator. Yeah. Uh, nice yeah. A pleasure for me as well, because uh, I would not have done it as good as you. <laughs> yeah, I got all that practice. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Tigarius was more. I think Tigarius's banner was more difficult than the Terminator's banner. Yeah, it's a it's a shorter banner, isn't it? And it's already got a lot of detail, like pre molded in as well. It wasn't as it wasn't really freehand in it. Mm, it was more of a. There was a little bit, wasn't there, in the book? Yeah. There's a little bit, but but that was harder than the one that had more freehand on. Yeah. Yeah. Strange. I don't know how that works, but it, it, I sometimes find like, that when it has got like loads of detail and stuff that's like kind of obviously there. Like they're sometimes easier than the ones that have got like huge. That's why space marines have always been a bugbear for me because they've got these big voids of space. It's like, yeah. what do you paint here? And that's really what you mean by the. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like the large flat shoulder panel yeah. lines, and yeah, because that's the, the one of the things I've kind of discovered that I have a problem with is um, highlight placements. Um, like, what highlight do I put where? I can do the highlight, I can do the colors, I can do the shading, I can do the blending, but actually getting the the direction of light and where the light is actually hitting, I, I struggle with that, and that's because I've always yeah. done miniatures like. This, this this German chap here. Um, obviously, I can pick where the light's coming from, but then he's got loads of soft fabrics and he's got like skin tone, which doesn't yeah. light in the same way. So I think I've always actually subconsciously done that as a cop out. Mm. And with this guy here, I've actually been forced to say, well, actually, he's metal. The light's going to bounce off him like a you know a mother. Um, <laughs> and I found finding the right um, forum. To kind of post your miniature on and get feedback. I've got some amazing feedback from the Infinity UK uh, Facebook group. Yeah. Um, and that's why I've been touching him up today because they've, they've given me some really good feedback and I've gone back. And like Tom was saying, you find that miniature that you really want to push mm. forward and you do find yourself going back and touching up that little bit there and a little bit there. And yeah, yeah you'll notice stuff, won't you? Yeah. And like, especially yeah. when you've got feedback like that. Mm. Um, cool. Well, I am conscious of time, so we're going to just speed through the last bit and then wrap this mother up. Um, so the last thing we wanted to talk about on the podcast today was um, obviously three months left of the year. Um, we're start of October now. Um, what are you most excited for for the rest of the year? Um, me personally, being a Space Marine player, is, is my new Codex, um, which goes up for pre-order this weekend. Um, so that, that is a must-buy for me. Um, I will then put the other codex to one side with it, the, the codex from 8th, so this will be third codex in in a couple of years, but there's a lot of exciting changes in there, um, 
to kind of pair with that, I really want to get my Terminators painted up as well because they're getting that additional wound. Um, and obviously some of the weapons are changing out and stuff like that. So, so yeah, um, fresh codex, hopefully a bit of balance in that codex as well. I've seen some leaks today, which uh, I feel are good. Um, some of the Warhammer community stuff that they, they've kind of teased around core and, you know, your, your captain doesn't need to babysit two tanks at the back of the field um or well he can but he just won't be giving them re-rolls um so i think there's a lot of good changes hopefully a lot of balance which will hopefully tide space marines over till everybody else kind of gets their ninth edition codex inevitable power creep yeah because you don't want to be that guy who turns up to obviously not the gaming call right now but a place where you go play games and goes oh you brought space marines i don't really want to play space marines because I'm just going to get shot off the table, or it's going to end after turn one. You know, you you don't want to be you don't want to be that guy, but unfortunately, that's just where we are. So I, I'm really looking forward to kind of embracing those changes. Yeah, and that's uh, like you say, they're going to come with when everyone else gets a codex that kind of creeps it back. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be fun for Space Marine players. Yeah. Play, you know, oh yeah, I get this plus one here, but you guys also get blah blah blah. Hmm. And that's yeah. you know that's I think I don't know, a good on, thing. on that topic. I, I played Space Marines in seventh. I played Space Marines in eighth, and now ninth. On that, like the beginning of eighth. Yeah. Space Marines were just really. They were. Yeah. Like Blood Angels. You know, it, some Ultramarines listed okay, and it it felt more like you were playing a challenge. Yeah. When you game, you feel like you. You know, like you won, yeah. Get. You know what I mean? Like you outplayed them because pound for pound, they weren't as good as I don't. Let's say Eldar, that there's a lot of Eldar. In yeah. Um, well, you know, this last Space Marine Codex, the one before that was was good. Like the you know the first Space Marine Codex yeah. that came out it was okay. The second one that came out, we were, you know, we were stomping. Yeah. We just, yeah, it just changed everything. As a Space Wolves player, I Mm. have to say that I never experienced any of that at all. (laughs) Because it was sort of, we were always, because of the way the codexes were arranged, we were constantly always on the back foot. Yep. On the back paw. Yeah, on the back paw. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, So when when they, um, when, oh look, there's a load of new new Space Marine units, it's like, oh cool, do we get to, you know, you don't. Doesn't have spatial keyword. Yeah, but it's got oh. space marines. No, you can't use them. Yeah, you're. Space marines can use them. Adeptus Astartes. Yeah, you're not Adeptus Astartes. But it says I'm Adeptus Astartes on that. Yeah, but you're space wolves. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you're not. That not the same Adeptus Astartes keyword. All right, now you're just talking nonsense. Cue the salt. Oh, no, it's technically not. You're more um, wolf than you're why, Which is why I am in in agreement with uh, with Warhammer Rose there about the new codex coming out because the new codex is a everybody's codex yeah. Yeah, yeah and then everyone who is non-compliant gets a supplement on top but everyone gets a supplement so mm. it's sort of it, it's it's something i've been harping on about for ages because i remember um i think third edition when i played was like that you had a space marines codex and you had a spaceball codex that might have been second but the codex was a supplement, and it was like a little thin one that had just just your all, stuff, your versions of those units. So what I'm expecting is it to be like, think there it goes. Open it up and it says, replace all instances of Devastator with Longfangs. Right. 
replace all instances of intercessor with gray hunter that sort of thing yeah, yeah. This keyword to that yeah. unit add this keyword to that unit and then the yeah. units are exactly the same but then when someone goes i want to use these baseball stratagems you're not then going let's have a look at the board right chuck all them away because all of these are primaris and none of those stratagem cards yeah with primaris because they're not blood claws they're not gray hunters they're not long fangs they're a support squad and they're a assault squad yeah like it, <laughs> they're not it's like they just went here's a load of the new units but to hell with the old way of doing things because we're changing it in a few months anyway yeah so, so like, it sounds like you're a bit salty but yeah a little bit <laughs> <laughs> Ragnar yeah. is an absolute beast yes um the six-inch heroic intervention, which is now changing, but the whole army gets heroic intervention, but it doesn't matter anymore because charging and attacking in the combat phase is different. So it doesn't matter if you've heroically intervened with everybody, everyone will die anyway because you're not in it's not your turn. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but, but, like, but still salty. That's what we're taking it. You were salty. I very much like all of the new units that the Primaris have, and they do fit Space Wolves if you think of them slightly differently than everybody seems to think they are and moan about it. New Codex is I'm looking forward to because that should be fun. Add mech, my squats are pretty shit hot anyway at the moment. They had a bunch of updates to their Psychic Awakening. Um, I am going to look forward to playing them more. Um, but you're not going to have new units, um, I got some breaches and I've got no. I haven't got any the. I haven't got the sulfur hounds or the flying guys yet. I've got the Da Vinci flying dudes. I've got definitely got the plans on how to build them. Um, dwarves with jetpacks. Yeah. Um, and uh, wild boars. What about the car carriages with the little? Yeah, I mean that's what I got. Get the blimpy guys, but instead of the blimps, I'm going to put jetpacks. Because nice. It's forty k in it. <laughs> That's an exciting we just take project. The wingy, the wingy bits off. So yeah, more projects, more projects. The, the squats are my project army. The space wolves are the ones I will probably end up playing the most, though. I because like I love it. I just want Ragnar to appear with ten attacks, exploding fours, twice, and exploding sixes, and do thirty-five attacks in one round of combat from one guy. So that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that kind of nonsense, well, especially. Uh, has anyone got Thousand Sons? No. Ben has, hasn't he? I'll play yeah. with Ben. And I get another exploding fours as well. I'll jump so it's on. like two exploding fours and an exploding six. Filth. Well, for miniatures, though, <laughs> so this is sort of game, game mechanics that you're looking forward to. Um... Actually, yeah, the, what was the question? So, the, just most excited for me, it was the codex. And you, you kind of were like. Codex as, as well for mine as well. As well yeah. I'm trying to say. Two for Codex. I agree. Codex. Too long, didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, who, who do you want to kick off next? Come on, Tom. This guy. And who who did who who dis? New miniature who dis? I was excited for this guy for about three months. Okay. <laughs> he is the Isadiric investigator for the Doctors of Carnivale. Right, okay. And he's such a cool model, he's like I'll have to send a picture, whatever. Yeah. Like teleporting through a wall. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I can, I can kind of just get that, yeah. It's all sculpted in. He's like this guy. He's a really powerful oh, mage. Okay. I thought he was stepping over it. He's like yeah. stepping through it. He, he allows your factions like move through terrain. Um, and I just saw that sculpt, and that's when I decided I wanted to play Carnivale and try it out. Nice. I saw that sculpt, and I was just like, 
I want to paint that. It looks sick. <laughs> so I've got it now. Yeah. He's got to paint it now. So I need to figure out something else. So, well, okay, I'll look forward to painting him. There we go. <laughs> All right. He'll be done by Christmas, guys. 2020. 2020. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Although I have just dropped one of the small arms. Oh, dear. It's a white arm, tiny little thing on my white carpet. So I'm going to have to have a good look at that. That's gone. It's, it's gone. That has disappeared into uh, the chaos's two inch off the floor no. portal. It's in the warp somewhere. Yeah. So oh god. Sweet. Green skull. <laughs> yeah, green skull. Tell us. I think I am. Um, the thing I'm excited for um, for the rest of this year. Mm. I put a pre-order in for the uh, limited edition set of Pandora for Malvo. So they released, they resculpted. Is this more miniatures you're buying? I bought. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I put that order in a couple months ago. Honest. And um, basically Pandora was the first ever crew I painted for Malifaux. And Pandora, like her namesake, it carries a box around. And inside that box are her sorrows. Uh, these horrific, ghostly, poltergeisty apparitions, and I never actually ended up playing it. She's a really, she's a very board controlly kind of character, and I suck at board control. Um, but they re-released her crew in, as a Halloween style. So Pandora is this witch on a broomstick. Mm-hmm. Um, the sorrows are like um, Jack Skellingtons. Nice. Um, I can't. I don't think, I think there's loads of pumpkin themes and stuff like that. So I'm really excited for that. And hopefully I'll get that around now, so I can paint that for Halloween. Um, and for next year, I'm looking forward to getting more competitions and playing more Infinity. I think. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. If, if we stuff, more Squidzilla stuff. Yeah, definitely. If I get out of the house, then uh, I need to get my uh, Yujing on the table and uh, yeah. play some Infinity. Did you paint those in the end? Yeah. Um, I haven't done the bases. It's another skirmish yeah, game, guys. If you... Infinity the game. We, we have not yeah. convinced Warmer Rose to play it yet. But... Mm. It's, all, it's all D20s and stuff, isn't it? Two factions. John's got a faction or two. Christian's now got Yu Jing. No, I don't have a faction or two. I have like no. four. <laughs> yeah. So you, you could lend one to Warmer Rose, then? Yeah, I could lend you three. <laughs> <laughs> I have Chinese fighting robot men. I've gone for the combined army. He's got the aliens. Three. I have three fighting forces, but I have miniatures from the faction. Because so I port them and paint them. <laughs> if you start looking at their range, you just get lost because they're so beautiful. There's loads of beautiful sculpts. Yeah. Um, and if you like anime I style. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, thanks everybody. So that that's been that's been episode one. We did it. We did it. We did it, guys. We did it. Um. So yeah. Um. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um. (laughs) We all did it as a collective. (laughs) You were here for most of it. Um. So yeah. Obviously, 
thanks everyone um, obviously catch us on twitch um, youtube where you already are so please like subscribe comment let us know what you think do you like this hopefully you do um, is there anything else you'd like to see from us in the future let us know um, we did talk about uh, patreon uh, there's lots of good stuff going on in there um, so yeah uh, thanks everyone yeah stay safe uh, make sure you paint your backlog if you don't don't buy more miniatures watch us instead and paint together yeah. thanks Thanks, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.